Support for this podcast and the following message come from Internet Essentials from Comcast. Connecting more than 6 million low-income people to low-cost, high-speed Internet at home. So students are ready for homework, class, graduation, and more. Now they're ready for anything. You know, Bob Boylan, it's it's hard to believe, but our, our long, nightmarish slog towards the election is almost over. Just three more weeks. It's Tuesday morning, three weeks from today. I was thinking it's kind of surprising that we haven't played more music uh, about the election or more political music this year. Uh, so I'm going to kick the the show off today with something that's decidedly very political. It's a, it's a song from a compilation called 30 Days, 30 Songs. Do you know about this? I don't. Not a thing. 30 Days, 30 Songs. I know about the election, though. Yeah. You, have you heard about heard, that? A couple that, people, a yeah. few people read it. Uh, 30 Days, 30 Songs is uh, a project started by the, the writer Dave Edgers. And it's a new song every day by a new artist for the last 30 days leading up to the election. It started, you know, about a week or so ago. And so far we've gotten songs from Death Cab for Cutie and Jim James and Josh Ritter, Amy Mann and some others. I have to say NPR is not endorsing any candidate and we're not publicly endorsing any candidate here. Uh, But this compilation is all about defeating Trump. In fact, it's called uh, 30 Days, 30 Songs by Artists for a Trump-Free America. Uh, It just happens to be by a lot of musicians we really love. Uh, And on Monday, we got what I think is the best song so far uh, of the bunch. It's one by Elvi. Elvi is Menomina and the Nationals, Matt Berninger. This song is called Are These My Jets? And it just, just listen to like the jet, words. Private jet <laughs> Private planes. jets. Are these yeah. my jets? And it is written from the point of view of Donald Trump. It's in his voice. So just imagine him sort of taking you on a tour of his life. Some really phenomenal lines in this one. Elvi, are these my jets? Bluebirds blow their brains out on my shoulders While I have long evenings with Stephen Roger Before I fall asleep I always talk to my father's Lego skull Last night I had an American feeling Up at the top of my moving staircase This is the place where I dream my dreams This is the place where I dream my dreams I was rocking back and forth Feeding on the fear, of course Wonder what I'm gonna do today Are these my jets? I like to mix ladies' drinks with my fingers Are these my jets? Like every day somebody from college Comes by to tell me his life is in ruins I like to tell him my stories from college And how I was so lonely I was rocking back and forth Feeding on the fear, of course Wonder what I'm gonna do today Everyone in America, Walrus Dick Jury for everyone in America. 
saying all the time there uh i'm not sure you want me to oh. say <laughs> they're saying walrus dick jewelry for everyone oh. in america <clears throat> matt berninger says this is a song about walrus penis jewelry which is a real thing i'm really sorry i asked <laughs> this said, question can he, i take back my question he said my sister rachel was given some by a canadian bush pilot when she worked for alaska airlines in the 90s anyway uh yeah the name of the song is are these my jets some incredible lines in this. This song begins, Last night I had an American feeling up at the top of my moving staircase. This is the place where I dream my dreams. I was rocking back and forth, feeding on the fear, of course, wondering what am I going to do today? <laughs> anyway, there's also an incredible video game that the band put together for this. You can you can find uh, online. Just search for 30 Days, 30 Songs, uh, and El Vi. And if I wanted to go, like, hear the others, the Josh Ritter and so yeah, forth? Yeah, 30days30songs.com with the numbers. Okay. 30. Excellent. We'll play something also political. Uh, on Friday, uh, we had, uh, we meaning uh, WFUV and NPR Music, Rita Houston and I presented uh, Connor Oberst uh, in New York City, a place called Housing Works. What's great about this solo album by Connor, it's just him and piano, which is unusual, and, and guitar, harmonica. Uh, this record was recorded in 48 hours. Last year, right about this time of year, he stopped touring. He suffered from exhaustion. Uh, turns out, and he writes about a bunch of this in the, on the record, uh, there was a, a cyst on his brain. He had some oh, medical Lord. issues, but it, all's fine. And so this record just came sort of a surprise, a surprise to him as he put this thing together without intent to make a record. Anyway, I'll let you puzzle through these words. Uh, the song I'm going to play it's called A Little Uncanny, and I'll tell you how you can watch some of the performance we did at Housing Works online after the song. Started drinking the Kool-Aid We were taking the bait We were talking the big talk Never playing it safe 
Looking good as Jane Fonda On a Vietnam tank Can't get something for nothing Have to energize your base But she was young enough She was blonde enough She was about a perfect tan Had millions of admirers But not one single friend And it's a, it's a little uncanny what she managed to do Become a symbol for a pain she never knew You know old Ronnie Reagan He was a shoe salesman's son Got himself in the movies Now he impressed everyone He thought trial by fire Was America's fate Made a joke of the poor people And that made him a saint But he was tan enough He was rich enough He was handsome like John Wayne And there was no one at the country club who didn't feel the same but it's a it's a little uncanny what he managed to do got me to read those russian authors through and through I miss Christopher Hitchens I miss Oliver Sacks I miss poor Robin Williams I miss Sylvia Platt Every morning's a desert Every night is a flood They say a party can kill you But sometimes I wish it would But I'll get strong enough I'll be mad to keep myself in check Cause all my friends that flew to town Said that's what they expect But it's a, it's a little uncanny What they managed to do Made me admit to things I knew were never true So the Conor Oberst uh, record is called Ruminations. It came out Friday. He did a first listen live, presented the whole album for us at Housing Works in New York. Uh, we recorded it. It was live on Facebook if you're fortunate to check it out there. Uh, you could still see it there, but you could also see a higher quality version going up on the NPR Music site, I'd say midweek perhaps.
Were you a Throwing Muses fan? Do you know the band Throwing Muses from the from the mm-hmm. early 80s, mm-hmm. uh, from Newport, they're mm-hmm. from Rhode Island? In general, a lot of people consider them one of the all-time great college rock bands of the 80s and early 90s, right up there with like R.E.M. Um, Throwing Muses was, in fact, the first U.S. band ever released on the 4AD label. And they haven't really done a lot since the mid-90s. They've put out a couple records since then. But the lead singer, Kristen Hirsch, has continued to release a number of solo records. She has a, a new one coming out in November called Wyatt at the Coyote Palace. It is just this mind-bending, epic, ambitious double record. So many shifts and tones and sounds going on in this. Kristen Hirsch, the song I want to play from Wyatt at the Coyote Palace is called Hemingway's Tell. trees and spitting in the wind cold war hot war peace another lesson we don't need another lesson we don't
love the contrast of the plucked acoustic guitar against all that noise. Kristen Hirsch, she says that she's always loved Hemingway's feminine side. And uh, she says that she thinks that we're often at our best when we're living under the worst circumstances. So she says it's this, and I'm quoting her here, it's very giving to be the receiver of something that changes your shape and you don't give up or fight back but stay rooted in place. To stand there and take it like some pacifist boxer. Maybe you didn't wade into this ocean, say you were pushed, but you don't drown, you swim. Not to safety, there is no safety, she says. Just dousing your spark before gasoline fumes ignite. As kindness. It's about to happen here. Yeah, and I think I think as a lifelong bottler, I really appreciate that, uh, that <laughs> the idea of uh, dousing your spark before the fumes, gasoline fumes, set it off. Anyway, this new release from Kristen Hirsch is coming out as a book with the CDs in it. And uh, so it's a book and double CD, Wyatt at the Coyote Palace, and it is out November 15th. She is a phenomenal writer, phenomenal writer. She had that uh, bio last year about Vic Chestnut called Don't Suck, Don't Die a book that she wrote uh, profiling her, her friendship with him. Absolutely Still. brutal. Yeah. I, I cried it. like a baby. Yeah. it's it's She is just such an incredible writer. That's not me doing a Lars Gottfried yeah, impression. Right. That's <laughs> actually Lars who snuck in the studio here to yeah. uh, bring us some uh, new wonderful music. Actually, new wonderful music by another Thorin Muses is from the 80s and 90s. And what you have is... Uh, a band from? The late 90s. The band American Football, they put out one record in the late 90s, then silently faded away. And it was a record that was uh, very well beloved by a certain set of uh, emo kids such as myself. But there was always something extremely different about what American football did. Yes, the songs were kind of sad and very quiet and very soft, but they're so richly and densely layered. What what, uh, the two guitarists for the band would do is that they would interlock these very weird time signatures against the drummer who was also doing his own time signature, and it somehow became these like very beautiful uh, little songs, and uh, if you ask anybody that's ever made a, a mixtape or a mix CD or a Spotify playlist for one of their friends uh, from the past like 15 years that had any interest in this music, the song "Never Meant" was always on that playlist. Because play, play me a touch of "Never Meant." And like that little drumstick count off and little like very extremely anti-chromatic like drop into like this very pretty, very twinkly song is so, and I, it is so ingrained into my brain that like, I just like, I smiled and get goosebumps just like thinking about it and hearing it. Like there's kind of a Pavlovian response to it to like, brings me back to being a college freshman and so, listen to this. So how's this new thing? The first time, first one in how many years? 17 wow. years. So I think American football fans were understandably nervous about the band, and especially Mike Kinsella, returning not only to the sound, but kind of the mind space that they inhabited. They're all young 20-somethings when they recorded that first album. And they were writing extremely sappy, like high school level 
poetry. Now that's, they're all insurance salesmen. And, and well, one of them is a college professor. Uh, I forget what the other one does, but Mike Kinsella has since made a very fruitful career uh, of, um, in music as Owen and with the band Owls and with his brother in Joan of Arc. And uh, so for him to return to this, coming to terms with, all right, how do we play, can we still play this music while recognizing that a lot of it had to do with bad poetry and really sad songs. I read an interview with Mike Kinsella last week on Vulture. He said, this is not my headspace anymore. I'm like, I'm actually in a very good place. I have kids, I have a great life. I make music on my own terms. Like I'm not that sad 20 year old anymore. So he said, I decided to write like I was a character. Uh, the song I want to play for you, uh, it's called Give Me the Gun, which is already like, it's such a, pardon the pun, but very loaded mm-hmm. song title to begin with. And uh, <laughs> he ends with the line, you're so delicate, admittedly, sometimes I forget you're made of wet paper, which is just like <laughs> the stuff of like, uh, of I mean, it's it's very sappy, but he delivers it so charmingly. Give me the gun I don't care if it's not loaded I'm not here to question your motive But I'm scared For us both
So that was American Football with the song Give Me the Gun off of the album called American Football. It's the second self-titled record, uh, their first in 17 years. And you can listen to it on uh, First Listen uh, until the end of the week. Awesome. 2034 would be the next, or 33. 33. Yeah. I'll wait. Cool. Well, let's take a break and wait. Thanks, Lars. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Robin. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Lost Stars, a new novel by Lisa Selen Davis. In Lost Stars, a teenage girl grapples with her sister's death and her own place in the universe over the course of one fateful summer in upstate New York. With an epic 80s soundtrack blasting in the background, Lost Stars is a novel that encapsulates teenage life and all its awkward longing, heady passion, and introspective questioning. Learn more and start reading at singularreads.com. In D.C., Washington, D.C., where we live, there's a band who I've been following and really, really love their music. And it's it's got the dreamy aspect to that guitar Lars played for us earlier mm-hmm. by American Football. Uh, the band is called Cigarette. Uh, two brothers and a handful of other uh, great musicians. And they've just made the dreamiest, dreamiest of songs. It's just a single, uh, but I want to play it here. The song is called Love's Mirror.
Ain't that lovely? It just was just beautiful. Uh, I love the the wash of the guitars on that. And her voice reminded me of someone, but I couldn't quite figure out who it was. It was yeah. like the XX crossed with somebody. Right. Except it's two brothers, and <laughs> there's, there's no. Except there's, there's no, nothing there's even no, remotely there, like and the XX. There's there's no women singing on this. I hate to, to say. It. Wow. Richard Howard, uh, one of two brothers, wrote this song. It's kind of reminiscent in some ways of, of you know, R&B, but it's so ethereal and slow and languid and yeah. wonderful. Uh, I really love this band. They're called Cigarette, uh, based here in Washington, D.C. Uh, in fact, they're playing tonight in town. If anybody's around, I'll see you there maybe. <laughs> and that song, Love's Mirror, is uh, just a single they've put out. I hope to hear something in 2017 from them. Do they have a, a full length them. out yet? Or well, they're working toward a record in 2017, but uh, we'll see. Bob, if I, if I had to guess, I would say that you're probably somebody who is still waiting to feel like an adult, right? <laughs> like, you, you know, when you start getting older in life, you like, you, you know, mean you like re- those people? Yeah, you reach yeah. your 20s and 30s, you think, you're like, wow, I'm really an adult adult now. But I bet that feeling ha- hasn't hit you yet, has it? I don't, I don't think it's, I think I got a while to grow up. Yeah, Man. yeah. Well, the, I want to play a song. That's all about. No, I want to play a song. No, I want. <laughs> I want to play a song that's that's all about how quickly life passes, and oh, and that uh, panicked, dizzying, head spinning feeling that uh, usually hits in your for the first time in your life, usually in your twenties or so, when you suddenly realize, oh my God, I'm an adult, and it's just the worst. This is from a band from Australia called Chook Race, and what Chook. C H O O K. What kind of crazy term is that? Chook. It's an it's Australian. It's a slang term for chicken. A chicken race. Yeah, chicken race. Huh. Chook race. And the song from their record "Around the House." The song is called "Start Anew." <laughs>
Most of the record, that's about as propulsive as they get on the on the whole record. That's the song that closes out the record around the house. The song Start Anew by Chuck Race. I thought it kind of sounded like the jangly guitars reminded me a little bit of the birds, and her voice reminded me a little bit of Nico, so it was like Nico singing mm-hmm. with the birds. I hear that. Uh, Carolyn Hawkins is the singer there, and she also plays the drums. And uh, she says uh, about this song, she says, I think these feelings are probably not unusual for a 26-year-old. Maybe I'm having what they call a quarter-life crisis. Uh, I have also heard it called a mid-20s breakdown. I had my mid-20s breakdown a long time ago. I think the song was a, uh, has an optimism, though, realizing that it's the small moments that make up life anyway, so maybe don't worry about the big picture all the time, which I remember also thinking at the time. That's how I got out of my tailspin. Anyway, Chook Race, start anew. I'm going to play something from uh, my favorite artists of 2013. My number one album was by The Blow. Oh, yeah. 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 Here, let me play this. See if you remember this. This is a Make It Up, the lead-off track to the that Blow record. Oh, yeah. So the the blow are uh, Melissa Dine and Kayla Marsich, and uh, and I don't know where they've been for three years. People used to make two albums a year. I'm, I'm just digress. looking through our archives here, and and you were pretty obsessed with this. You did five different posts about <laughs> no, <laughs> this <seriously>? band in <laughs> 2013, <laughs> including uh, one that was titled uh, "An Album I'm Obsessed With." <laughs> well, so. anyway, so now I can get obsessed with something new. Uh, they have a new song. Uh, they've been working on trying to figure out their stage show and their performance. When I saw them in New York back, I think that was 2013, I think it was CMJ, you saw Kayla on stage performing, but um, Melissa was sort of like back by the soundboard with all oh, the electronic I gear remember and you stuff. telling me that, And yeah. they've been working on like developing instruments, creating new electronic instruments that they can now have on stage and no laptops and perform everything uh, with analog uh, patch-based sort of synths. That's cool. Uh, which is really cool. They're also working on this thing called Women Producer this this week in New York, which is a, a forum of uh, women in the arts, and particularly uh, sonic and electronics. And so they have folks like Nico Case, Zola Jesus, uh, Yuka Honda, Paulina Oliveras. Uh, it's a series called Women Producer that's being done uh, at um, a place in Brooklyn called National Sawdust. Look that up if you're in New York and see if you can uh, go check out some of the the uh, conversation that goes on there. Anyway, I'm going to play the song because I'm so excited and it's really great to hear and have them back. Here's the blow. The song is called Think About Me. For NPR Music, it's all songs considered. R and I one, you could have written something on if you were one to write a song another format would have done do you think about me do you think about me inside your life they're in that place you make your life i know i don't belong does some peace in me arrive do you think about me Think about me. Do you think about me? 
Did you know that over 15 million people a month listen to NPR podcasts according to PodTracks podcast metrics? Check out all our shows at npr.org slash podcasts. That's npr.org slash podcasts.